0: I think the
1: CW are just trying to win the time slot war with Supergirl Radio. Supergirl Radio is going live every night of the week. How like <laughs> you like it? Is being, becoming a human burrito a plus or a minus? I don't know. It does seem snug. <laughs> I mean,
0: they say you are what you eat. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so I do a
1: podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena Luthor boardroom or ballroom. because really? She looks like a boss in this coat. nasty luther like a different luther it's not just lena being mean no (laughs) helen slater here so fun to know that you're hosting a podcast called supergirl radio welcome to supergirl radio your source for all things related to the cw supergirl tv series character of Kara Zor-El. My name is Rebecca Johnson, and since my usual co-host Morgan is currently enjoying her honeymoon right now, uh, after recently getting married, I am joined by Supergirl Radio listener and Patreon supporter Quinn to discuss and review the Supergirl Season 6 episode titled, Welcome Back Kara. And I'm not sure exactly how to uh, spell, well, I know how to spell it, but uh, the punctuation with Welcome Back Kara. uh, i almost said welcome back cotter welcome back cara i don't know if there's an explanation uh, exclamation point i in some uh, some places i've seen exclamation points and then other places i haven't seen so i i'm just gonna put an exclamation point because welcome back cara is um, a yeah. exciting thing <laughs> to have there uh so that's what i'm gonna go with until uh i see that it's uh spelled differently so if uh, if if anyone has any thoughts on how we should document, welcome back Cara, Please let me know. Uh, but yeah, so welcome Quinn. Thank you for joining me uh, and uh, being being my guest host uh, for this live stream and this episode of Supergirl Radio. So thank you for being with me tonight.
0: Of course, I have loved listening to you and um, Morgan's shenanigans over the years. So I'm really honored to be here and that, you
1: partake. Yes. So there are um, uh, lots of shenanigans that take place. And I guess I should mention really briefly, uh, Morgan did get married. Uh, That did happen. It was successful. Uh, Morgan and Mike did get married. And uh, so uh, uh, that was really fine. I got to go up to Philadelphia to see them. And I don't want to talk too much about the wedding because I'll let Morgan do that if she wants to when she gets back. Uh, but it was really fun. We actually uh, had all of the, the Morgan Glennon podcast uh, universe represented. Uh, Amy Hipnorsky, uh from the uh, Legends of Tomorrow podcast actually took this picture. It was pretty funny. She she had the idea for a big selfie like right at the end. Of our time on the dance floor, so uh, it was a pretty pretty awesome selfie that took place. Everybody had a really good time. So, Cat uh, and Amy were there from Legends of Tomorrow podcast, and Sarah was there from DC TV After Dark. Uh, so it was really fun to see all uh, see all the podcasting people from the the Morgan Glennon uh, podcast universe. So uh, it was really fun to be there. Uh, also, some Super radio Radio. Uh, sort of references at the wedding, which surprised me. I didn't know. Uh, There was uh, uh, some special signature drinks that were available during the cocktail hour. Uh, You could could get the beaker, which was a jalapeno lemonade cocktail, or you could get uh, uh, the Bunsen uh, grapefruit and uh, pink uh, peppercorn, gin and tonic. I tried the beaker. Uh, which I thought was pretty good. I'm not really an alcohol person. Uh, I, I just don't usually like it. But uh, I tried the beaker. It was, it was pretty good. I didn't get to uh, try the Bunsen, though. I was going to go back and get the Bunsen, but they had. They told me the bartender uh, said he ran out of ingredients. So I guess the Bunsen was popular. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so they did not run out of the Bunsen, so I didn't get to try the Bunsen. Uh, but a good time was had by all and uh, it was a really beautiful wedding, and I was uh, I was honored to be there. That was actually the first time that Morgan and I had met in person. Uh, so we've been podcasting for six years. I've probably known her since... Uh, two thousand six, two thousand five, two thousand six, something. Wow. Like that. So, so yeah, so that was pretty fun to actually get to to be in her presence. Uh, so that was a that was a lot of fun. Uh, so just wanted to update on everybody on that. That's why uh, Morgan is not with uh me for this episode, uh, but she is uh currently having a good time on her honeymoon, and we'll we'll see her when she gets back. We'll have to maybe uh do a little recap when she gets back, maybe like a ten minute morgan's thoughts on the the two episodes that she's gonna miss we'll see how that goes uh but for right now i guess uh in addition to that news uh we do actually have some supergirl news to get to well supergirl news and maybe the flash news so we'll 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 get into that when we get there so i guess it's time we get to the news All right, so let's talk about uh, this big news item. It's a pretty big news item. So The Flash Season 8 will be opening up in the biggest way yet as the Arrowverse drama is set to host a special five-episode event starting on Tuesday, November 16th. The five-part event titled Armageddon will feature uh, Cress Williams' Black Lightning. I think it's Javicia? Do we know how to pronounce that? I might be
0: mispronouncing. I'm not the one to ask, so anyone in the chat...
1: Somebody let me know if I mispronounced that. Uh, So, But Javicia Leslie as Batwoman, Brandon Routh as The Atom, uh, Kyler Lee as Sentinel, Kat McNamara as Mia Queen, Osric Chow as Orion Choi, Tom Cavanaugh as Reverse Flash, Neil McDonough as Damien Dark as well. The description for this event reads, quote, a powerful alien threat arrives on Earth under mysterious circumstances and Barry Iris and the rest of Team Flash are pushed to their limits in a desperate battle to save the world. But with time running out and the fate of humanity at stake, Flash and his companions will also need to enlist the help of some old friends if the forces of good are to prevail, unquote. So, Quinn, what do you think about this news? We're actually uh, getting to see a sentinel in a big five-part crossover event. I mean,
0: all the eyeshadow. Let's just let Kyler have as much eyeshadow for as long as she wants. Um, This is a very high-stakes synopsis here, and I... I mean, if anyone can handle it, it's the Arrowverse here. So I think it's cool that they're bringing together so many different people from different um, characters who have already departed their roles. Um, Black Lightning has rapped, um, Captain McNamara has rapped. Like, I think that's really cool that they're giving them all another opportunity to come back in and always leaves the door open for more opportunities, I guess, in stories, yeah. of course.
1: Yeah, it is really interesting. I, I I'm not caught up on all the shows, so I don't know where everybody landed. I heard maybe somebody correct me in the chat, but I heard like Damien Dark died. Did Black Lightning die? Like, yeah, death really mean anything in this universe? Not not really. But I was just uh, curious about the state of some of these characters. How how would they be be bringing some of them back if that was the case? Uh, so, so I have lots of questions about that, but yeah, it does seem like, uh, Kyler Lee is going to be, uh, still, uh, in the, in the eye shadow, in the hood. Uh, so that'll be fun to see, uh, what she brings to the team, uh, you know, apart from Supergirl, I mean, she has alien technologies. She's very smart. She's a very good, uh, fighter and a strategist. So, uh, she could be, uh, used, um, uh, in, in many, uh, various ways, Uh, let's, let's see. Andy says, uh, Black Lightning is definitely alive. Damien, I don't get, uh, so yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know what the status is. I guess I need to catch up on some of these shows just so that that I know what's going on, uh, with, uh, some of these folks, uh, because it is, uh, a big event that's going to be happening pretty soon. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, uh, fall
0: premieres. Yeah, that's, that's coming up in a
1: couple of months. So, uh, I guess uh we'll be seeing a little more um, of, excuse me, of Sentinel uh, in November as well. Let's see, uh, some people are, are catching me up on Damien Dark, uh, let's see. Ollie says, uh, yes, Damien died, and then silhouetted animator are, is saying, uh, Damien Dark destroyed his soul in Legend season five. Well, that's that's pretty serious. I mean that I, seems semi-permanent. That, I mean <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and with a hell sword. Uh I, I mean I if you're gonna go out. Go out and blaze Laura there. <laughs> that is a good way to go, I guess. Uh that is intense. Uh so yeah, I'll uh, I'll uh, have to check that out and do some research on that and see how Damien Dark is still alive. Uh but you know what? Uh the 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 man who killed Laurel Lance really should uh be you know have his Soul Destroyed by a Hellsword. That's really the only justice for that. Uh, So we do have more Sentinel to look forward to uh, in November. Uh, So that'll be exciting. They didn't get to do a crossover uh, here recently because of COVID and the pandemic. So it'll be nice for them to get back into the swing of the crossover uh, because that's always such a big hit for uh, these shows. All right. Well, uh, let's get into talking about the episode of Supergirl because Supergirl came back after uh, many months of <laughs> being gone. So welcome back, Kara, Indeed. Uh, so here is the official description for this week's episode. Quote, as Supergirl and zor guest star Jason Bear make their return to National City, they are determined to keep the Phantom Zone behind them and enjoy being superheroes together. Unfortunately, their overzealous efforts backfire, creating a whole new threat to National City. Unquote. Whew, so uh, that's uh, kind of understating, I think, uh, a lot of <laughs> what happened in the episode. But I guess the first place uh, we could start, um, because it was such a uh, relief to me that Cara w- was such a, a focus in the episode. Uh, so Quinn, what did you think about uh, Kara and how she was dealing with the aftermath of coming out of the Phantom Zone?
0: I mean, did we ever figure out how long she was actually there for? Um, but regardless, that was torturous for her. I can't even imagine. Um, but I think she was portrayed appropriately and that she's going to have to be going through these feelings for I don't know how long, but I don't know how you'd do in the Phantom Zone, Rebecca, but I certainly wouldn't be doing okay.
1: No, no, I mean, the the Phantoms definitely messed with her. Uh, I don't know exactly how long she was in there. I think they mentioned in the Flash, I'd have to go back and look that up. Uh, I think they mentioned in the Midville episodes, like, how long it took them to do that, I think. Uh, (laughs) But to me, it seemed like it was, like, I don't know a week and a half like like, it didn't seem like that long to me but I guess in the in the context of the story (laughs) it must have been a, a more drawn out scenario uh let's see okay uh someone in the chat Ollie says didn't they say in this episode she was away for six weeks uh, so yeah uh we'll we'll go with that I guess uh for now until we're we're told otherwise uh so 6 weeks so that that seems like a pretty that's a substantial it's a couple of months uh so we'll go with that um but I yeah I really liked the way that they handled Kara's uh aftermath in the phantom zone and I especially liked in the writing um how at the beginning of the episode she tells you know carr tells alex you know i i never want to hear the word phantom again i don't want to <laughs> hear it in a in an opera or a star wars prequel i never want to hear it again and um then when she goes to catco uh she gets thrown you know phantom's metaphorically thrown at her because uh, uh, Andrea wants her to write the story about the phantoms and she finds out that phantoms have attacked the city and she feels guilty about it even though she wasn't here or here on earth I guess I should say. Um, So I liked the writing in that that it was you know having her deal with the fact that she had been uh, with the phantoms and uh, affected by the phantoms you know she sort of uh, she was sort of pushing it away a little bit, I think, at the beginning. And then she kind of realized she had to deal with it because she was, you know, was kind of thrown at her.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she literally crossed space, time, everything, and got out of that area, was rescued. And then, like, there had to be that huge relief. And just for her to walk into her normal normal life as Kara um, Danvers, and get handed that story and be like, oh, okay, so this is not going anyway anytime soon. <laughs> um, I mean, you, you'd hate to see your, your work and personal life overlap in any way, but this is just on a whole nother level. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. And it doesn't seem like Andrea is gonna be letting up on this story anytime soon anyway. No, we'll definitely
1: talk about Andrea because I have a lot of thoughts about Andrea <laughs> and Co and what's happening there. Um, but yeah, so Andrea was definitely, she, Carl was not getting out of that story, even if she didn't want to write it. And um, mm-hmm. so I, I was glad that uh, that the show made an effort to let Alex be the one to help her through that. They they did say like Kelly was gone doing something. And, I, and for a little bit, I was like, isn't Kelly maybe the one to help her with this? Isn't Kelly trained? You know, the trauma specialist. And yeah, she's a. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is something that Kelly should help her with. But I actually like that Alex was the one to help her with that because we, uh, you know, kind of in the latter parts of the show, there have been fewer and fewer Danvers sister scenes, and these I thought were so great. They were so oh, good. Yes.
0: So what did you what did you think about those those scenes between Carr and Alex? I mean, just the way that um, Melissa and Kyler work together and always have since season one, like you can tell that there's a true bond there and that just always shines through. Like, I mean, I just keep going back to the fact that they were shooting these episodes right when they all returned from um, either COVID hiatus or um, Melissa's maternity leave. Like, they had been apart from each other. And I think that. I mean, not that they struggle to have any of those things to draw on, it looks like in previous seasons, but I think that that weight of relief of being reunited definitely shown through in all of those moments. And you got to see that, um, that caring, uh, nurturing bigger sister role shining through in Alex that we haven't necessarily seen in a while. There's been so many different storylines that keep pulling them. They're side by side dealing with all these missions and everything, but, um, I mean, this was a, a bedside sunlamp scene rather than Dander's couch scene, but it was packed with that same feeling that we love about those two characters.
1: Yeah, and I, I thought it was nice that they, the show let Kara deal with what happened to her. But then we, I mean, it also affected Alex uh, pretty severely that, you know, she kind of felt as that big sister that she couldn't do anything to save her sister. And that really drove her in the first uh Half of the season, so I'm I'm glad that they, you know, mentioned that. And uh, I saw some people tweeting at Supergirl Radio about how uh, "Take the Grass" got a little callback. (laughs) So so that was nice. I'm glad. I'm glad we have a reason to um, take the grass again. So, uh, so that was nice. I think they they utilized that very well um and uh, especially now that you know alex has her me- memory cuz back during take the grass Oh, uh, forget that uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> we 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 literally really, forget that we, um, <laughs> mm. yeah we're not having to deal with all of that but uh yeah so I, I i liked that the uh kara and alex stuff was really strong i just sometimes i forget when watching this show, when they don't have Melissa with a lot of screen time. And and I understand, you know, the first half of the season, you know, her maternity leave and all that kind of stuff. That's understandable. But sometimes I forget just what a good actress she is. Um, and Kyler yes. put in a good performance in this episode as well. But Melissa just, when they give her some really meaty stuff to do, I'm like, borderline like i need a tissue like you're 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 really making me feel things and so i really like when the show leans into that because sometimes i feel like it doesn't
0: and i want i want more of that because she's so good she is and she's got that range she can be that quirky dorky car that's geeking over a donut or an ice cream cone and then pull out those, like, can I have another hug, please, moments. And you're just like, oh, my heart on both ends of that spectrum. You're adorable. Yep. And I just want to give you a hug also. <laughs> um, but she, I, I've i always loved her. And she, you're, there's only so many times she can walk in a scene and do a super pose. But gosh darn it, she does pull that off every time she does it, oh, too. You know? <laughs> every, every time. Every time. Um, uh,
1: uh, the the moment when she walks out of the the balcony when you know she hits the S and it turns into the crypto suit. Oh, she was back in the game. That was so cool. I loved it. It's a boss move. I I like that. Uh, <laughs> I, I like that. Uh, that visual and the way she carried herself. So yeah, Melissa, I just. Uh, Sometimes I get frustrated with the show because I'm like, give her more to do. She's so good. So I'm really it was such a relief for me uh, in this episode after so many months of the show not being away. It was like, oh, finally, some Kara stuff. It was such a it was such a, a nice thing to come back to. Uh, and I did want to point out something that Julia put in the chat. Um, it was good that they get into the P- PTSD after imprisonment and psychological torture. As many powers as they have, it shows that they aren't truly invincible, that traumatic circumstances sometimes affect them. Yeah, I mean, Supergirl and even Zorel in this episode, you know, they do have all these amazing powers and they they're physically strong, but uh, but they can be affected emotionally just like any of us. And so I think that's really important to show with some of these super characters.
0: Absolutely. Um, I did love, love that it was Alex that that was the first person that she really saw waking up. I loved all the reunion bits going on there. And I think he even read that they reshot the reunion scenes. Like, I don't know if they're originally going to go with what they did in the previous episode, and then they redid this one. But I just love that they took that beat to really let her, uh, let Melissa be reunited with her, or her super friends, if you will. And um, both as Kara and as as Melissa, and thought it was really really beautiful.
1: Yeah, I think uh, w- whatever they did to reshoot it, I think it was worth it uh, just because it was it was really good. I mean, each character got to have a moment with Kara, and Kara got to have a moment of having, you know been reunited with these people and so i think that that you know i don't know what they had previously uh but uh what they did was was great and i i thought that was um it was interesting uh that they kind of started out the episode as a, like a quirky comedic you know oh yes bra- brainy coming in with the cake and then it kind of it kind of gets a little serious so the tone shift there was very interesting for me but uh I but i that.
0: but i thought, I thought the, it was so adorable i mean What was it? An episode or two ago, he was doing the back fat tricks, and. (laughs) Like Jesse posted something, he's like, Yeah, my wife put up with me like breaking a lot of things around my apartment. So like I hundred percent am confident that Jesse probably like pitched that whole little thing there. That was
1: so cool. <laughs> well, and I think it was a, a good way to 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 bring into the episode that, you know, everybody had gathered together to, you know, welcome Cara home. And I, I thought that was really nice. So it was it was good to see all of them together and they and they all got to shine a little bit there. Um so it that was a that was a, a well worth uh a, it was well worth for them to have reshot that and really make those emotions shine so i'm i'm glad that they did all of that um, and I guess we mentioned Zor-El uh, uh, briefly. Uh, so zor we spent some time with him in the Phantom Zone. I don't know uh, enough time in the Phantom Zone for me, personally. Uh, but we did spend some time with him early on in the season. Uh, but now we got to see more of him and, and hear more from his side of the story. So, Quinn, what did you think about Zorel in this episode? And, and even kind of what he was going through?
0: Uh, now, see, I think... He had an interesting. I liked what they did within this episode. Like, there's definitely this. um, I you could pick up on the avoidance as soon as they were like, "Oh, I bet you want to go see your wife." You know, that's been thinking that you've been dead all these years. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I I just want to take a quick little tour of Earth here, which I totally get. He's he's missed his daughter, didn't know she was alive, and vice versa. Um, But I I I think the actor and. I'm not as familiar with the actors. I think you and Morgan are, but I thought he brought just enough of that. Like, like uh, he was like, what in this high science council or something. So that like pompousness. um, But like, also he was like a little kid, like, Ooh, I have powers. Like there's just enough of both of that going on at the same time that I thought it was very enjoyable. um, And I liked what they, what they did with him throughout the episode. I thought it, um, he had his own little journey, like you mentioned before. And it, uh, it was a messy one that's for sure
1: yeah it, it is interesting how they they played the allura thing and how uh he i i guess it it made sense when they justified it as i i have some guilt and some shame over not being able to save our people and and i kind of understood that and why he would sort of avoid the argo allura thing but at the same time i was like wasn't the whole deal with Argo like the reason that Argo exists is because of Zorrel? Like, he,
0: yeah, we've fallen into a pothole again. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, didn't he <laughs> save all those people? Has no one told him that? Yeah, no, well, he knows that she's there in Argo. Like, even Lena brings it up, like, I bet you want to get back to Argo. Like, duh, even I know this. I'm Lena. I'm due to the super friends, but I know <laughs> that you saved Argo. Um, but yeah, I couldn't remember, um, I've been reading, uh, rereading some of the um, rebirth comics. So I, and uh, maybe it was New 52. Anyway, I did a lot of binge reading. So I keep getting mixed up the storylines of what they actually did in the show. But um, typically they say he kind of just was like, all right, you go and I'll stay in behind kind of deal. Like, how did, do you remember how he ended up in the Phantom Zone? Uh, that was,
1: uh, so zor on Supergirl, the way it was explained, I think was that the only way to save himself, uh, because I guess he had stayed behind. And so the only, the only way he could save himself was to send him to the Phantom Zone so that he wouldn't blow up. Uh, oh. so yeah. Uh, so I think that's how he got there. If I remember correctly, uh, somebody, if he, if anybody in the chat remembers more specifically, let us know. Um, but yeah, so Zoro, it was interesting with him because I, I, I sort of understood his guilt, but at the same time, I was like, somebody just tell him about Argo. Like they're thriving in Argo. They're having a great time. They're building gazebos. They're having a good time in Argo. So I think he would feel a little better about his situation if he knew, uh, all that was right, and all that was you know saved and and good uh so I think he he would find that um a relief if he knew that he had actually saved all those people so uh so some maybe sometime down the road he'll he'll learn that and feel better about himself but i I can kind of understand that a little bit um but I think more to the the point with Zorel, I guess I could understand more of his need to want to save Earth oh, uh, because you know the uh the topical the topical discussion of uh climate change uh, reared its head in this episode uh so what what did you think about that uh Quinn about how you know his his past was sort of playing into his present and and he he sort of has a moment where he even is talking like his his past is the present because he he thinks he's he, he voices it as he's saving Krypton. Yeah. Uh, That's
0: a Freudian slip, right? Like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. what do you think about that? I, so Daddy Zurel is just like every other dad. Like, I know how to fix this problem. I've done this before. I've tried to fix this before. So uh, he just, like, went full throttle, like, Earth has weather problems, has whatever, oh, bright idea. Let me, let me do this. Let me hijack this poor Kellex that just got put back together or was that another crisis reboot? Who knows? But like, let me, let me, I got this. I got this. Don't worry, daughter and family, super friends who have been taking care of us. Daddy's here, I'm gonna take care of it. And (laughs) that was just like such, what did they say in the synopsis? Overzealous, he had an overzealous overcorrection. And like- yes. We've all been there and we all sit there and we wait for our respective parental figures to go. All right, fine. Go ahead. Like (laughs) it was just so highly relatable. Oh my gosh. But, um, I I felt bad for him. I mean, it, it definitely show, it definitely spoke more about his character than like, I think any dialogue truly would have done was to like expose him in that like really, uh frantic kind of like, no, 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 I need to save Krypton. Ah crap. All right. Yeah. Earth, Earth. Yeah. Totally talk. I'm totally good, guys. It's Earth. It's fine.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think it 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 made sense to me that he would uh see the similarities in Krypton and Earth and and want to help and and do things differently because at this point he's still again, does not know about Argo. So he still thinks that everything with Krypton was a disaster and he didn't do anything helpful or productive. And so he's, I think, trying right. to correct his mistake.
0: Well, it wasn't it like right there before Carr was like, oh, don't worry about your coffee, it'll be warm. Like, wasn't it like right around then that like, I think it was Nina that said, don't you want to get back to Argo? So I think he knew it was there, but um, like you had said, maybe they don't know how thriving and flowy clothes and yeah you know, uh, yeah the you're they really comfortable in Argo. oh they're, yeah they're, they're doing great yeah <laughs> yeah all that hair now that lena did for them they're set. don't you worry about them Or yeah. was that old earth Oh, plot holes crisis thank you
1: uh who who knows at this point yeah i think he knows that argo exists but i don't i i don't know if he's it did it didn't it didn't seem like he was crediting himself for that, Still, even though yeah. we've heard like Alora talk about how it was, it was Zorel who who um, figured that out. And I, I don't know. It was weird watching the episode for the first time because there were a couple of acting choices by Jason bear that maybe go. Is, are they going to, are they going to do a twist with him? Like, is he going to turn out to be. How do you mean? or about, Like, I, There were a couple of, there were a couple of uh, instances where he would give like a weird look or he would say something fishy. And I was like, are they doing something weird? So I was, I was kind of relieved by the end of it, where they they stayed the course and kept him good. Because Zorel in uh, the comics is uh, usually
0: treated <laughs> as
1: as a bad guy, and oh, uh, oh man, yes, uh, Kara has to deal with the fact that sometimes her dad goes a little evil. And so, uh, so I, I, the show made me guess a little bit while I was watching it uh, whether or not that was the the way they
0: were going to take him. Uh, I but mean, I, I wouldn't have been surprised. Even though there's only now, what, 12 episodes left, they totally, would, <laughs> they totally would try to throw in that, what is it, M through Zeke plots to try and he, get them all together by the end of the season.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so I'm i glad that they didn't do something like that, but they had me guessing uh, there for a little bit. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm glad that Zorel ended up being okay, and he did... Um, he did uh, have some suggestions that could be helpful and uh, work out, but I guess he didn't uh, take into consideration that his, his uh, Oscar robot friend uh, could become a large garbage monster. Uh, you know, so-
0: we all have bright ideas, and he just went, no, no, no when you see the tipping point, we, we got to do this. Dad says we got to do this now, and we're going to do it now. Sometimes you don't have a chance to think it through oh my thoroughly.
1: So some mistakes are going to happen, I guess. Mm. Uh, so, so Quinn, what did you think about uh, bringing uh, Kellex back and then turning him into Oscar and uh, <laughs> then him
0: becoming a, a huge garbage monster?
1: Oh, my goodness. So I have
0: a um, two and a half year old going on three and I love Sesame Street. I won't lie. So I was literally laughing out loud when they're like, "Oh, this is the guy that's named after whatever." Who binge watches Sesame Street other than us who can't find the remote because we can hit it? Um, but I, I, Kellex and um, Rainey's dynamic especially cracked me up. Like um, I saw Zarell being very um, kid in a candy shopper me in the hardware store, like, Oh, I'm gonna (laughs) put this together with this. I'm gonna do this. So many bright ideas, so many shoulder pads. Like, yes, I think that um, he just he just went nuts. Like he's been almost like if he's a science guy, and he's literally been in the phantom zone void of whatever sitting in his little cave with some rocks, like, I don't know, I'm not too much of a techie. But like, There's only so many things you can do with rocks and sticks, and you know, avoiding phantoms. Like that guy was itching to tinker, like, and he tinkered. He did so um, overzealous, overcorrection, Daddy Zarel. Thank you very much. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a good point. He would be
1: uh, looking for something to do. He actually could do something on Earth (laughs) instead of being worried about uh, phantoms coming to get him. So that's a really good point. I was so shocked. By the Kellex reveal, Uh, first of all, because I I couldn't remember if Kellex again, I might have to look this up. But I couldn't remember when Kellex was last seen on the show. I thought they had destroyed him, but sometimes it's hard to tell with the post post crisis universe. Uh, But then to have him be the one to became to become garbage man uh, was such a big twist for me. I was not expecting that at all. Uh, So I really enjoyed that. I. I was a little confused. So Kellex is the reason that s- someone correct me. Uh, it seemed like he was magnetic. Like were, were things just attaching himself uh, or was it the parasite that they were talking about? Did
0: you understand that? It was something. So they put in some th- Kaluan technology, which brain was oh, all about. But it was <laughs> explained in a way that like, oh, this is totally going to convert whatever this crap is and turn it into a different energy. And he'll just like, you know, absorb it. I'm sorry conservation of matter like that's all another thing. but yeah um it was something like he was supposed to be bringing it in and then i I don't know if it just like started like um like a black hole is high in mass right so maybe the fact that he was becoming so massive and absorbing energy that he became his own little gravitational force oh um, pulling okay. that crap in at him sorry I totally went and slid that over to nerd land over there but, no i um, that's very helpful to me <laughs> <laughs> i would buy and that for a Science diet. nerds here on supergirl radio please wait in I know we have a lot of different professions re- um, represented here in our viewership, right? <laughs> no, that made, that's a much better explanation
1: than I was like, oh, he's magne- he's a robot, he's magnetic. That's such a better explanation for what I was uh, thinking about. So <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, so I, I really did enjoy the dynamic between Brainy and Kellex or Oscar in this case, uh, because that's been very consistent that Brainy and Kellex do, <laughs> do not get along. I, I would like to think it has something to do. <laughs> do with Computo. They don't really mention Computo, yeah. uh, but Computo in the comics is uh, kind of a uh, uh, a computer that goes nuts and uh, is pretty
0: evil. Like most of those AI movies that we enjoy so much, right? Yeah, sometimes some reason we don't bring dinosaurs back. There's lots of movies about that. Um, I think, who was it? I think I read some tweets going back and forth between some uh, um, of the creative team Saying that, like I love that the Brainy and um, Kellex feud is never explained. I mean, that is hilarious to me too as a viewer. Um, but it was just really funny. Like I don't know if that was a Jesse thing or what, but remember they have interacted before. So Kellex was at least around in season three is that the rain season yes yeah
1: yeah, yeah i'm pretty sure uh we m- might have seen him in season four leslie thinks that uh we saw him in season four when Nia went to the fortress uh so i oh I, yeah with um uh, learning about her
0: powers and yeah the mystery, blah, blah blah she went behind bringing his back yes that whole thing yeah but I, when I did they when did that blow up lots uh, of stuff in here. Yeah, I I
1: would have to go deep into my Google Docs to figure that out. I don't know if we have time for that. I'll figure that out. Um but yeah, so it was nice to see the brainy kellex. I I'm with you. I I like that it's unexplained. I, I like to make up the backstory in my head that he's had this <laughs> he's had in the future um in, in this is my head canon. In the future he's had some sort of computo mishap and it's made him distrust uh, some technology,
0: and <laughs> some so he,
1: technology. Yeah, <laughs> he, he he sees Kellex as the next potential computer in my mind, and so that that's what I'm assuming uh, is is the reason for his beef with Kellex. But I really really enjoy that. Um, so yeah, I was glad to see him come back. Kellex is always a a welcome surprise. Um, yeah. So I guess, uh, we should talk about some other, uh, super friends and, uh, I guess they officially get, did they officially, is, is this is the first episode where they get called the super friends. Andrea calls them super friends and she, she, she yeah. announces it. Like, it's like the most clever thing she could come up with. I was like, really super friends. Oh, it's, not, it's not that clever. It's a, uh, but, uh, I'm going to have to dig into that. I don't know if the super friends have referred to themselves as super friends.
0: I know like the cast has referred to themselves as that, but no, I mean, where did she pick that up off of? Like, was that in, was that something she came up with or was that something that she went rifling through Lex Luthor's, you know, worst security system? Yeah, I
1: I think she saw Lex's files and like, just was trying to find something to call them uh, because they talked about Supergirl and her friends. And so, Uh, Andrea, Andrea was like
0: friends done.
1: (laughs) So Leslie is uh, saying that when referenced the super friends in the pilot, so. Okay. So thank you for that, Leslie. I, I would definitely have to go back through my notes and look at all those, uh, those instances, but I'm glad to know that uh, Andrea was not the first one. She, she cannot be credited with super friends. I, I guess it goes to win. Um, But yeah, so uh, I guess we could talk more about some other super friends. Cause uh, some other people had some things going on in this episode. Um, so what did you think? Uh, uh, I'm curious about your thoughts about Lena and Nia. So they have, a little arc that they've been kind of uh, going on uh, in regards to their mothers. Um, so what did you think uh, about what they're going through?
0: I think that, I think that they have been attempting to sprinkle these seeds in the earlier episodes, leading up to them all going and flying to the Phantom Zone and dealing with their own crap and their visions and all that. Um, I think it's interesting. Like, I don't know. Um, I don't remember Nia and Lena interacting much before, but there's this mutual need to help Kara. And like, um, Nia's definitely younger, like I'm perceiving her as a younger kind of character in the scheme of things. So um, that dynamic paired with Lena being new to the friends, like maybe that was just where she felt most comfortable making a connection. Um, I'm interested to see, where they go with because they bought the kelpie image of the water thing going on again and then I know that in one of the upcoming episodes uh, Nia's mom is coming back so I think it's interesting that they're trying to parallel that and have that common ground um at times it felt a little bit forced like oh daddy's here like I miss my mom like okay (laughs) we did it like one too many times like yeah I would agree like, I get it's a CW, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um, harp on them there. But like, it was, they pulled it off enough for me. How about that? Um, but I'll be interested to see where that goes forward. I know Lena ended the episode of going in a certain direction. We have Nia in the, I think, at the next synopsis going in a different direction. So I think it's gonna be interesting to see how these two characters pull from their roots Um, because it was Lena's mom that had the original um, Pursuit for the Akrata necklace. Right. some. there's some stuff that could be fleshed out there. And I'm not as familiar or have not yet confirmed (laughs) uh, if that um, Kelpie story is um, pulled from current – not current, oh, my gosh – from folklore, if you will, um, and what that could potentially be. Or I'm overthinking it because I don't know if they're thinking that far in advance. But – um, I think that it's a cool little parallel that they're trying out. It could tie all the way in through the season and see where they land. I guess. I don't think I answered your question. Sorry. Rebecca. No, you, you <laughs> absolutely, you absolutely <laughs> did. I am very
1: curious because I, I, we did get in a, a, one of those promos that it looked like that Nia was going to reconnect with her mother somehow. We don't know.
0: I also love that. It's Ellis gray. Like, I don't know if you watched crazy Anatomy ever, but mm. I, um, um, she, so Lexi gray, um, and Meredith Grey were sisters, and um, this is Meredith's mom. And they had that whole, like, the way that Ellis Grey died was so similar to how they showed Mia's mom died. Like, I was just sitting there, like, looking for the overlap of my Grey's Anatomy fans and my Supergirl fans. <laughs> like, oh, my God, they did the same death. But anyway, it, it's interesting to see her continuing to play uh, that matriarchal like, influencer um, in these, these um, this powerful woman in Nia. Um but it'll, it'll be cool to see what
1: that goes. Yes. She doesn't
0: love some dream magic or whatever it is her power is.
1: I, it has to be some sort of dream magic. I I can't imagine how else it's going to happen. Uh, but it makes me curious if Nia is going to have some sort of reunion with her mother. I mean, Will Lena have some sort of reunion with her mother?
0: I mean, they put that crap in that previously on for a reason. I don't yeah, know. I, mean,
1: I feel I like have it, some theories, but I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh, do you, do you want to share a theory?
0: So I know that the show is spoiler free and I'm going to keep it that way. Oh, well, thank Promise. you. I appreciate Promise.
1: that. I appreciate that. Cause I have done that before
0: to you. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Sorry. But they did the, the Katie and her wig for the, the mama flashback. Right. Last season. Yeah. Season five. Uh, yeah. Cause that was a technology flashback thingy. Um, so they had like banged Katie McGraw as her. Mama, and then this darn Kelpie, they really made a darn effort to make those bangs. And who snuck out of that Phantom Zone? Who's so, got some so sweet you're, bangs and face frame going on?
1: So you're maybe leaning into the Nixley as Lena's mother.
0: I mean, fairy. or yeah, I, okay. I think so. Okay, I will, uh, I'll plant my flag right here. Let's see where that goes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see how
1: that pans out. I don't know. It's an interesting theory. Uh, so we'll, we'll have to see how that, I, I still personally wish it was Katie McGraw playing her mother. Oh (laughs) my God. I mean, (laughs) if we can have more Katie McGraw on screen, like bring it
0: on. That's fine.
1: I do want uh, double, the, uh, double the Katie McGrath uh, if we can get it. Uh, so that's that's where I'm
0: hoping it goes. But I, mean, I would I would also was- be open to the Nixley thing, too. I mean, if poor Katie was stuck in Ireland for um, quarantine, they just shipped her some green screens and some wigs. And I, I can see the whole rest of the season panning out until whenever she landed in Vancouver. <laughs> I, I've, I've written it in my head. I think it would be great.
1: I would be into it. I think we could do it. Uh, so I'm curious to see how this Lena thing is going to pan out uh, because uh, I don't know exactly where they're going to take it, uh, but it does seem like... Uh, do, you, do you think she's going to... Uh, is she going to Ireland? Is this... Is
0: That was my inference from the end of the series because they leaned into the fact that poor um, Katie's uh, accent kept slipping through that they, <laughs> they made her bio mom um, Irish and um, they kept sprinkling in different things to kind of put that together. They made her middle name Kieran. Right. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised um, if that's where she was going. Um, um. Or I've just read too many fan fictions, and that's where my head goes anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'd, be, I'd be interested. I mean, I I personally hope we see Lena in Ireland. I don't know if they're going to shoot all that; it might happen off screen. But uh I would really be interested in like a Lena solo story. Like, what is she? What is she up to? What is what is Lena
0: doing? I mean, bring it on! Let's get some tourism of Ireland going on. I want to see it all. Yeah, I, <laughs> I stop hope- by Trinity Library. Let's see that sucker right there. That'd be great. <laughs> I
1: hope we get to see. Lena uh having an adventure in Ireland I would be so into that. Uh but yeah so Lena's uh taken off and going somewhere and it looks like uh Nia has had um a uh, 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 a vision a, dr- I guess a dream a premonition precognition of uh Nixley who I guess did she know about Nixley before in the phantom zone or maybe Kara told them about Nixley?
0: Maybe uh, I mean, the girl just woke up. I don't know how much time they had to talk, (laughs) because then the thing was falling out of the sky, and she had to do all the other things and go to work. Yeah. Um, I did want to comment on what Andy's saying. Yes, I totally agree on Helena Bonham Carter being her her, um, bio mom. Um, My other vote is the lady from Orphan Black, who plays the mama. Someone please remind me her name, but that one would have been awesome also, in my opinion.
1: I uh, I think we could just, you know, cast Lena's mom while we're here. I think we could do it. Uh so that would actually be uh, really interesting to see Lena's mom come back into play. Uh, because I'm not gonna touch this s- subject too much uh, because I got in trouble one time discussing Lena and, and watching her yes. mother drown. Uh so I- I'm not really gonna go there. I'm not gonna put no, myself in those trenches anymore. Uh, but I think that's it's a it's a story, it's a it's a story thread that could be pulled, and I think they're starting to pull it um so i think that's a a good way to go about it for uh lena's story because i think it's nice for lena to have i mean she's had a lot of stories with the luthers and she's had you know she had that big fallout with Kara in season five so it would be kind of nice to see you know a lena story uh that would be a a good use of her character you know in this final season absolutely Uh, um, okay, so uh, were there any other things that you wanted to mention about this episode that we didn't get to talk about uh, before we get to our, our final thoughts about the, uh, the episode Welcome Back, Carr?
0: Um, I definitely was irked by the plot hole um, when William and Carr started talking to each other again. Because he's like, oh, don't worry. I was undercover when we met the first time. I'm sorry. Who reset his memory from last Earth?
1: Yeah, that was a, a, a little confusing to me because they changed a lot of William's story. Mm-hmm. So I could it, it became very difficult to keep up with. Well, what changed and what stayed the same? Like it was very, uh, very hard for me uh, to kind of keep that memory of what was what was happening. I was also irked by that. And I don't know how you feel about this as a viewer, but if you're going to take an entire and I know. This is the last season of the show. They're having to make some adjustments, especially because of uh, Melissa's maternity leave, and there are just some things that they couldn't do, I guess. Mm-hmm. But you spend that whole season five trying to build up Car and Lena as a potential couple, I guess, and then you drop it with an off-screen girlfriend. It's a little. Oh, William, you mean? Uh, yeah. Oh, what did I say?
0: You totally said Car and Lena, and I love you for that. But that's okay. <laughs> How did,
1: William. That, how did that even know. happen? I'm sorry. That was not what I meant. Oh, <laughs> I okay. meant Car and William.
0: <laughs> <I> <laughs> no, I'm have... totally there with you. They tried no, to. No, know, I'm not stuff getting into up. the shipping. No, 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 no. No, William. Um, I'm talking about William. William, season, okay. Yeah, last season, they totally tried to, like, throw that all in there. Yeah. And get the workplace dynamic crap going in. I mean, how many storylines have they dropped, though, in the show? I don't want to even think about it. I just put that over there. But well, um, to, yeah. to, to me, it's offensive as a viewer. It's like
1: I'm I'm trying to be invested in what you're putting out there, what you're you're delivering to me in these episodes yeah. that I I, I you need to go down
0: this path. All right, fine. I'll yeah. suddenly, let's see where you go. What's your plan? Show me what you got. Right. Uh, OK, got to turn around, and go back. Got it. Fine. Whatever. Yeah, I, I may not like it. I may not be into it, but I'm going to at least invest
1: in your story and see where you take it. And yeah. then they just dropped it with his mention of an
0: officer. I was like, oh, come on. That's how I you're mean, doing this. They doubled down on that. They do baking together. I'm sorry. I'm not going to mess with a baking bond. Like if that was, <laughs> like, they got their point across. This guy is in an apron somewhere with his girl baking the naffy pies and whatever else. And good for him. Go ahead. Do what you got to do, William. <laughs> I mean, I don't
1: even, I don't even mind like that, that Carr and William are not going to have, like, I I never was like that invested in it. It, it didn't really matter to me, but I just, it's, it's hard for me as a viewer to kind of figure out what are, what are they doing? Like, what is the whole, I, (laughs) I I have a feeling that, you know, because I I was I was for certain that they were going to ride it out with William until the end. I was like, they they (laughs) I I don't want to say they attach themselves to this horse because I'm not going there. Um, But (laughs) but 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 I thought that they were just going to, you know, keep keep it with William and just go to the end. Uh, So I guess something changed. I mean, I I didn't think they really did a good job with it anyway. So it's not I'm not broken up about it. I'm not
0: broke. Yeah. I think that to take away from the baking thing, I think what they did, I think it was a good like, Hey girl, I got my baking girlfriend over here, but we can totally still do coffee. And I thought they ended it on a really nice note. They're like, all right, fine. We're coworkers. Like we don't have to do like, I think that was a nice way to have it out for them to not have to write in that awkward workplace tension anymore. Um, yeah. like, I don't know. It's the last season. I want to see cars shine. I want to see them kicking butt. I want to see them do. I don't want the office place. Like, go do your water cooler stuff somewhere else.
1: Yeah i i thought I thought it was for for, for as uh, sloppy as an off screen girlfriend is. I guess they made it work
0: for what they were trying <laughs> to accomplish, which um, makes me think it was more than a week or whatever it was. Y- like, yeah,
1: I mean, if we're gonna go with six weeks. That makes sense to me that he would be like, well, Kara has ditched me. I guess I'll uh, <laughs> explore other options. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's uh, uh that's the way they wanted to go about it. But what I was pleased with with the William character, because I-, I personally like I liked William. I- this is not a beef against Stas or the character of William. But at some point he if he wasn't going to be a love interest with Kara, I was having trouble understanding what his purpose was on the show. So I'm at least glad that even if they shrugged him off the canvas to be a love interest, they've still given him a reason to exist within the canvas of the story by having Andrea stick him on the super friend story. So he at least has something to do. So I guess if, if they're going to have William stick around, I'm glad that they're, you know, providing him with a story.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that happens. And, um, um viewers of other even whatever other shows when they become very ensemble like i when i think about an ensemble cast like i think about friends that was a core um set of characters that like nope they're there they're not going anywhere other people come and go like we have that with the super friends but there's always been like either they're a series regular for a season or two and they really try to just like wedge them in there and give them a lot of material. sometimes successfully, like I loved Rain. I loved Sam. I wish she stayed around for a long time. Um, and like, uh, but like, I agree with you. Like I had trouble buying in, like I can buy in with most things. I'm pretty darn gullible. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're sitting here talking about superhero shows. Like we have some buy in ability here. Sure. Yeah. But, um, no, I agree with you. Like what? I hope that they give him a proper send off in that way. I'm having a toddler appearance. Sorry. No,
1: that's okay. I, I can. <laughs> if, you, if you need me to, I can, uh, take you out for a second. If you need to,
0: uh, yes, I'm going to step off camera. Okay. Right okay. All right. Hang on. I'm going
1: to remove you from the stream. All right. So we'll wait until, uh, Quinn is ready to, um, to, uh, come back. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to go through the chat. Y'all are really uh, chatting it up, uh, for this live stream. Um, uh, so I'm trying to uh, try to see if I can keep up with the chats moving, moving real fast. I might, I might have to put y'all on the slow chat so I can, can keep up with everybody. Uh, let's see. Ermgard says uh, they dropped it because Stas was getting hate online. Every time William showed up on the screen, that may be part of it. Um, I, I would personally think that that's kind of uh, unfortunate uh, because Obviously Stas is the actor and the and the human being doesn't deserve that kind of hate. Uh so even if you don't like the couple, you know, there should never be a reason to um to send online uh uh hate like that to somebody because you know it's just a it's just a character and a story in a TV show. It's not it's uh not uh that big of a deal. Um so I, I think that would be really unfortunate if that was the reason that they did it. Uh, but i I personally think uh, if i was uh if I was going to imagine uh, the reason why they they took William off the canvas in terms of the love interest is i'm I'm at this point where I think it's going to be Car and Monel at the end again i don't care about the ships i don't care i don't i don't care i don't want to get into it uh but uh but I think that's maybe where it's heading so if you do that, you would have to remove William from the equation. Um, but that's kind of where I think it's uh, going to go. Uh, but we'll see what happens. I guess anything is uh, up in the air at this point. Uh, th- things are twisting and turning uh, <laughs> with season six in ways I didn't expect. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, so, Quinn, are you back with us? Yes. I, be- I may okay. have a plus
0: one, but we're just going to go with it. Well, we'll just, he we'll- said Supergirl, so I'm happy. Supergirl, <laughs> Supergirl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we did
1: have a question from the chat. Um, uh, Paula wants to know, did you discuss the presence of balloons in the decor of the wo- the welcome party <laughs> for Brainy? So so <laughs> Brainy did have uh, in his fear vision, he had to deal with balloons. So good for him uh, that he overcame some of his own personal trauma.
0: I, I mean, 12th level intellect. I mean, maybe that means those tiny boxes are unpacked and he's like, I'm good with balloons now. We're
1: good. Yeah. Yeah, he's really been letting his emotions hang out, uh, even if it led oh. to some uh, comfort food and uh, and uh, binge eating, I guess. Uh, I so love he- that he
0: mentioned his little boxes though when he said um uh, hello to Kara and all that. Yeah. Oh,
1: that was a good touch. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess uh good for brainy. he's every everyone is dealing with their trauma in their own way, so I'm glad uh to see that. uh, let's see. Uh, I wanted to get here. let's see uh, uh, I think uh, I don't know how would you pronounce that uh, a? i don't know if i said that right it, excuse me if i didn't uh says i love that the super radio uh love that super radio is a fandom drama zone f- uh drama free zone uh but the lena car slip made me laugh so much <laughs> I, I honestly i i've been going like a mile a minute i had a lot to do today i actually rushed home to do this live stream so like my brain is uh frazzled a little bit so i mean I'm, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna uh i'm gonna uh, blame my slip up on just <laughs> my brain being a little chaotic uh so uh, it's, i don't think it's a Freudian slip uh but i i just say Cara and Lena a lot because we talk about their dynamic a lot on on superhero radio so mm-hmm. it just kind of came out uh but yeah it is kind of funny because i don't I don't care. Like I said, I don't care. Yeah. Um uh, that's but- I do love I share this
0: opinion too. Like I I I started listening to you guys after season two and I literally was sitting there like it ended and I looked at my wife who who does not care about this at all. She will tolerate <laughs> it. She loves me. I rub her feet, it's all good. Sure. But I'm like I like really want to talk to people about this. She's like, uh uh-uh. uh. So she's like, there's gotta be a podcast. So she actually, it's all her fault that I'm here. Oh, um, well, well, thank you. <laughs> it's been, it, it's nice to have that step away because I, I do enjoy um, the, the ships and all that. I enjoy carlina sure. together. I think they're beautiful. I'm a queer woman myself. I mentioned my wife. Um, and I, I was really, um, I loved Alex's coming out story. That was another big reason that I ended up so deep into the show in the beginning. Um, but I, again, like the, Twitter is an awful place sometimes. And sometimes I'm like, all right, I have way too many things going on in my life. I see that this is making you all spiral here. I'm going to put you down. I'm going <laughs> to listen to my weekly Supergirl radio thing and actually try to put together whatever the heck the writers are trying to put together. for a plot. <laughs> like, I like just being able to talk plot and, and uh, for whatever that is, I, I love the purpose and the void that you guys fill because there are plenty of uh, other areas that I can explore um, like fan art and different things like that, that I love about the different, Little corners of this wonderful super golf fandom that's
1: there. So, yeah, I I I don't discourage people from shipping things. Uh, I just personally have not had uh, good times with that in other <laughs> fandoms. So I just try to you know oh, stay with to the to, club. Yeah, so I, uh, I, I I I and I know Morgan feels uh, the same way. Is that you know we're just we're just here to talk about the show. We're just going to talk about it. So hopefully we do provide a, a positive place to do that. So. We'll we'll definitely talk about you know uh, the relationships on the show, uh, but uh, we we try to keep it drama free and a little fun, a little goofy here. Oh, gosh, uh yes. So that's a that's a where the, where we kind of come from. We just we just want to have fun with the show. Uh, so I think that's a it's a good way to go about it. So hopefully everybody else you know gets uh gets that out of it that we you know provide the, a, a place to just enjoy the plot. And I think it it is uh, something that needs to be talked about the plot sometimes.
0: <laughs> or, we, it where- is. Where did this end? Okay. That's a lost. (laughs) All right. Put that over there. Oh my God.
1: So we, we do have to really dig into that to really figure out what's going on in this show. Um, yeah. So the William thing, not crazy about how they, they're they're doing a lot of things off screen. Uh, this season six, which, uh, is very frustrating for me personally, but, uh, I guess they're having to work around some things. They Uh, always try
0: to take on so much every season and God bless them. But, uh, um it's it'll be interesting to see how they tie all of this up. Yes.
1: Uh we'll we'll see how I mean we're we're getting uh we're I guess we're middle of the road, uh almost to the, the mid season, I guess. So, uh yeah. so we're 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 getting there. So we'll have to enjoy every episode as it comes and really relish in it uh, as we as we have them. Uh so anything else before we uh wrap up our final thoughts?
0: Um i made my own google doc let's see i
1: guess i guess we didn't talk much about andrea uh the thing that oh, yes. i the thing that i uh wanted to mention uh was that she was so concerned about Catco's you know drop in the rankings they're number eight uh and she's not happy about that she wants to be number one and she was blaming it on other things and i just i <laughs> want if i was asking like if i was in the room with her i'd be like Andrea, do you think this has anything to do with Cat Coast tie to Obsidian North that created a mind control device that almost uh, killed everyone in virtual reality? Do you think that that maybe, maybe, maybe that ding, has ding, something ding. to do? Uh, <laughs> but I, was Obsidian mentioned at all in
0: this episode? Not no. at
1: all. So I personally, like... If I was a real person, like if I was a person existing in the Supergirl universe, I might stay away from CatCo because of the mess <laughs> with the virtual reality. So I just
0: assumed that most of National City is like, oh, let's not use yeah. their services. I mean, it uh, sounded like Kelly had a different job. So there was like something I can infer off of a little nugget there. Um, but no, I was sitting there going, OK, one, you totally goofed this up with your launch there. <laughs> <laughs> and leviathan that word wasn't dropped once this episode yeah who remembers leviathan not a big deal <laughs> um, and then that hard hard pivot like oh no more clickbait we are <laughs> we are hard hitting journalists again ladies and gentlemen or i'm gonna replace my whole staff after she made a whole stink about nah y'all are on a big old contract you're not going anywhere it,
1: don't take this out on your employees andrea this oh is all on you and the vr technology don't blame this on them
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh yeah no it does i am i am glad that kelly has a different job she doesn't have to i, I don't know what she's doing she could do anything kelly uh, uh... She made- Social work, I think, is what the chat's really about. Oh, okay. Us. So, so, uh, Paula says social worker Kelly. Uh, Nicole uh, Rodriguez says Kelly is a social worker now. I think that's, a uh, that's fitting that, uh, place to her strengths and what she's trained in, uh, versus, uh, VR technology, which seemed to be uh, something that was outside of her her background. Uh, So I'm glad that she's getting that opportunity. I
0: mean, I also wouldn't want to be getting therapy from uh, an IT person. No offense to any of my IT peers out there.
1: (laughs) Maybe those IT people are very wise and have a lot of life
0: experience. You have your skills over here and we have our skills over here.
1: Yeah. All there is to it. So I guess that's what I wanted to say about Andrea that I was uh, uh, I think she hasn't explored all of the reasons why maybe she needs to do like a like a customer survey about why people are not really buying into CatCo and what they're, <laughs> what they're doing, because I think she would find that very uh, very eye-opening mm-hmm. if she explored all of that. So that's that's uh, my feelings on Andrea at this point. Thank I, I guess we could mention also that she uh, was a krata for a little bit in this episode. She uh, used the medallion to break into the Luther mansion uh, to find Lex's files just laying
0: on And it- isn't there <laughs> that weird... All right, I'm going to remember a plot point from last season or earlier this season that there is consequence for wearing a medallion. Like you lose something when you gain something, Right.
1: I think that was part of a yes. That seems familiar.
0: So I guess she's gonna make her own little little um shadow monster somewhere <laughs> using her oh. personal gains there. Oh um, I yeah. I mean, do you think
1: that they would ever turn Andrea evil? I mean I don't know. I
0: don't know what they're doing with her either. She's lovely. I haven't seen anything uh negative about the actress. I know you said she was on Dallas at some she, point there. She was definitely on Dallas, part of that Dallas bingo um but uh it'll be interesting um i don't think she it was interesting they tried to make her a little bit cat grant ish in that trying to command that boardroom and i'm like girl no (laughs) that's not (laughs) your game (laughs) um but she also doesn't have enough of a like she's just an annoyance to Cara. like at least she had a mutual like uh, mentor mentee with cat that, that like oh crap my secret identity like there was a duality to that secret going on and this is more of just like oh crap i gotta lie to my boss again like yeah it, it, i like i it not even um i'm not even driven by that as a plot point for andrea so or andrea sorry um so i'll be interested to see what they try to do there
1: yeah i don't know the uh, the shadowness of akrata makes me you know it's sort of uh shadowy and sort of shady. evil so, so, so they. Shady. They, they could play that if they wanted to. I, I guess I would have a problem with it after the season five finale when, you know, Lena stops her from doing anything to Supergirl. Yes. It kind of redeemed her a little bit. So I yes. think it, I, th- I don't I don't know if they can, you know, justify turning her evil.
0: Are they ever going to revisit that, though? Because, like, it's not like she wasn't Andrea. She be like, girl, Lena, why were you so protective of Supergirl? Like, don't <laughs> y'all like have beef here? Also, who are the super friends? Any ideas? What do you think?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that is going to be quite the storyline to see how uh, the super friends deal with Andrea (laughs) coming after them. Uh, So I guess in that way, she's sort of she's at least an antagonist, I guess. There we go. Even if she's not evil. All right. Well, I guess uh, final thoughts, Quinn. Uh, uh, Did you like this episode or
0: did you not like this episode? I, I for the most part, like, also, I have been starved all summer. I've been looking forward to this. I'm so happy to see all of my favorite uh, super guys and gals on screen. I enjoyed it, though. There are certain episodes that leave me like, oh, crap. Like, come on. I wish she did more for me. But it had it had some humor. It had the heart. Um, it had the reunion really was just so lovely. And I can't wait to see. Um, I, I, I can't wait to see how... Lena and Kara kind of come back together and reconcile. Um, like, the, just the guilt on her face when she hugged Lena or hugged Kara, and the fact that that was the only time that um, Kara really spoke in that whole little exchange of hugs and stuff. Like, I I'm interested to see um, the next time that they're together how that plays out because Lena's like you see how torn up she is. Like, it's she blamed herself for sending her there or Lex sending her there. Um, so after all that darn nasty Lutheran together season. Like I'm really looking forward to see how they they um, tie up um, this back half um, with them all working side by side, fingers crossed.
1: Yeah, I think the Lena Cara stuff is is uh actually been pretty well developed, uh, especially after season five. They, you know, they they took them to a really hard place there in the 100th episode with Lena becoming a Metallo. Uh, so they really, I think they've done a good job of stretching that out, making it believable that they would have this, horrible fallout and all of the the stuff that comes with that and the guilt that comes with uh the phantom zone and all of that so I, I like the way that they've played that to to where it seems like they're sort of on the mend now and they're kind of getting back to to being friends uh mm-hmm. so i think they've done a good job with that i was uh, i was very pleased with this episode for the most part it made sense <laughs> uh, which is always a good place to start with super low bar.
0: Good. Yeah, you know, I go this. You passed good. your paper assignment here. Good job, guys. Low <laughs>
1: expectations always. Um, but uh it the story I thought made sense. The character arcs for the most part, I think made sense. Uh, but I was just as a Kara fan, I because I, I love Melissa Benoist's Kara and I, she uh was so good in this episode, and they actually made the effort to <laughs> give Kara some really good uh meaty material that she could uh that Melissa could dig into. And I, I just I was over the moon about the Kara stuff in this episode. So I think for that alone. Uh, that made this episode one that I'll rewatch. Some of these episodes this season, I'm like, I don't know, if I'm gonna go back and watch that. But I, I would rewatch this episode uh, because I thought it was a uh, was pretty strong. So. I will say that I enjoyed this one, and uh I would be happy to give it another viewing. All right, well, I guess it's gonna do it for uh what we think and what we had to say uh, but Quinn, if you will uh serve as a co-host for me and uh do 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 Morgan's uh, job of uh reading the tweets if you don't mind uh you know, right. get, getting in there and reading the tweets. So uh, what did our listeners have to say
0: about this? Episode? All right. First tweet up is from at Kenny Crawley. That was Crawley with a K. I thought it was good, but not great. The last 20 minutes were really good, especially the Danvers sisters couch scene. Car's going through a lot. I gave it a 3.5 out of five. No, that's fair. Next one is at KCLYLE1. Great to see the show back. Some high points and definitely some low points. I'm glad Zarella's not staying around. Although enough powered, already enough powered folks on Supergirl. Good to see there are lasting effects of Kara's time in the Phantom Zone. She's super, but still very human. I did like that. Um, lots of setup for the remaining episodes. I thought the trash monster looked halfway decent. <laughs> it did but... actually look pretty good. <laughs> We have dealt with some CGI here at, uh, yeah, uh, Supergirl, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but not sure why it would growl like that. Um, <laughs> thankfully, Nia was there with her ill-defined powers to help to help defend against it. She comes in uh, handy. There are so many fair points in that. In that tweet, <laughs> I did. I do want to take a hot second. Um, the sure. human thing. Yeah, um, when uh, Daddy Zarel and Car Zarel were out on the balcony having that lovely moment before they were going to depart. I thought it was very, very touching, their interaction there. And then Lena walks up. She's like, time to go. And they had their they had their moment there. Um, but it, I was sitting there, and I'm like, that should have been John. That really should have been John. But I'm like, oh, my God, that's Space Dad. And this was her actual dad. So it was yeah. a nice. Like, it had the same flavor to it. Um, but, you know, they're dropping human truth bombs after only, what, maybe a day on Earth? <laughs> All right. You that's go for it, like science it. dude. All right, at K Ray, R A E E, I was so worried the whole season was going to be about climate change. <laughs> but luckily, it seems that's not the case. The Danvers sisters can ending made me cry as usual. Very true. Car and company dealing with trauma. Three question marks. This is new and <laughs> exciting. <laughs> that took a weird turn. My favorite thing is Katie just giving up on the American accent altogether. I mean, I, I don't know about you all, but Katie has a, an audiobook out there and her voice is lovely. So whatever she wants to do, that's I, fine with me. You know,
1: lean into it. I'm fine with it.
0: Lean in. Got it. Um, <laughs> I am. Um, um, there we go. At a underscore underscore weird girl, an episode focused on Cara Working at Catco, <laughs> I haven't seen the, this in a while, and I liked it. I love that the story about was about Car, and I love the Danvers sisters moment. Lots of points for Danvers sisters here. I just hope the storyline with the Phantom Zone doesn't just end with ah, and Car forgot about the Phantom Zone at the end. Yeah, sure. that could happen. So very valid. <laughs> oh goodness. Um, at string dtd, I'm going to be honest. This episode broke me in a way I can't express. I'm just speechless about the climate change direction they've taken and the ever-changing status of CatCo as a magazine, news organization. I'm glad well, to we, see that we still don't know uh, what it is exactly. Multimedia thing that's only $750 million. That was a low. I mean, Cat just sold that real low there. Anyway, am <laughs> um, glad to see Cara's being given space to breathe. That is true. I mean, I'm glad that the super friends didn't smother her. Um, the climate change stuff. Didn't love it. Didn't hate it. Still terrified that the fact that there are giant plastic trash uh, islands in our oceans, that's not great. Yeah. Um, But I only learned about that that recently, honestly. So (laughs) um, if anything, more people are going to be like, is this real or did they make that up? Oh, no, that's real. Oh, there really
1: are uh, garbage islands. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway. (laughs) Um, Anyway. So next one is at BC Betty. B-E-A-T-T-Y throughout the episode I was thinking that Kara's father was somehow going to turn him into a bad guy that's what you said his arrogance was his downfall just like his brother oh yeah I mean these 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 brilliant Kryptonian men take a hot minute there uh,
1: Uh, Jor-El sort of got a mention in this episode which was nice
0: Uh, yeah yeah. that
1: that that mention of uh, Kara's uncle ah yes
0: yes it'll be interesting
1: uh, I'm not watching any of the Superman and Lois. Are you? Uh yes, I have watched okay. all of the episodes. Yes, nice. Uh, I'm saving it so uh,
0: now yeah, that it's all wrapped, it, I'll watch it.
1: It turned it turned out pretty well. I have uh, some beefs with it, but you know, <laughs> other than that, it's it's pretty good. I'd get talk I'd, for I'd, another I'd, day there. Yeah, I
0: would recommend it. All right, at Miss MRJB260191. two six oh one nine one. All right. The outcome of the rest of the season is either going to be the writers giving in to Twitter pressure for SuperCore uh, or being accused of queer just because people imagine more that there's actually between Car and Lena. They're just best friends. Well,
1: so, Quinn, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Because uh, I'm, I'm not touching that. But, uh, I will touch that all day <laughs> but be yeah. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> all
0: right, so SuperCore. I, I love them. I love them no matter how they end up because... I have made so many friends who have also loved that them. I have met so many beautiful creators, writers, artists. There's fundraisers that are Supercorp themed that make um, lots of money for charity. Like, That's it great. is a thing that is bigger than the show itself, and I love it. Um, queer baiting is a real thing, and it's ugly. And if you are not part of the queer community, it's really hard to... It's hard to really express what it feels like. Like, um, it, it, there's so much out there that are male and female pairings, and it's just so easy for that to happen. And for a good long time there, when I was coming of age, for example, I'm in my early 30s for reference. Um, there was the the media that was out there, like me in the closet, looking on the interwebs and spying and stuff. It was things like Boys Don't Cry or all of these other things where either there were tragic gay stories that were like Oscar nominated because they're off or like Brokeback Mountain. Like, Oh yeah. So the fact that there's, I can't wait for there to be a day when my, my son and his peers have so much representation out there that, uh, and less stigma around any labels of what, uh, who, who and what you love and how you express yourself and identify. Like, I really hope that there's a day that this isn't an issue, but, um, it's, it's a very complicated issue that I could probably, um, I'm probably not the expert in, but I have feelings about it and we'll talk about it for a long time, but I'll be interested to see. I just want to see them in a good place. I want to see both of them happy. I want to see them hopefully continue to be in each other's lives. However that is. Um, but it's, they've really dug into developing their relationship as two women and even being a woman and having, um, and having friends, um, whether you're sh- straight or queer, or anything as an adult is hard. There's lots of trust. You come with a lot of baggage in your life. Like it, it, it's <laughs> the fact that I haven't screwed up the storyline more makes me so happy <laughs> in a lot of small <laughs> far kind of ways. Um, but I, I love these characters and um, it, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But I love them. And they certainly love each other, whether that's something that will be realized um, romantically in this series or whether it'll be left open ended. I don't know if anyone here has watched The Legend of Korra. There is a nice way that they end the series. It's a Nickelodeon show. There's a nice way that they end the series. That's like, all right, they're going off together. And then the writers and whoever come in later and say, no, they're together together. That's just what Nickelodeon would let us do kind of thing. So. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they end up doing. So I'll get off my soapbox and let's No, you no, thanks. <laughs> thank, thank, you, thank you for sharing your perspective.
1: I I personally uh, would love it. I mean, this is just me. Like I, I like the idea of showcasing a female friendship just because for me, I find that to be pretty rare on television. The only, the only and I, I think I've talked about it uh, uh, another time on the podcast, but I love the show Playing House. And it is uh, it is uh, it, uh, the center of the show is a female friendship that's really strong. And it was so refreshing for me to watch that because it was like, wow, this is really actually doing a good job because the the two main actors were actually writers on the show and they're like best friends in real life. And so to have that, you know, shown as yeah. like a, a really important thing and um, that that seeing it how it was reflected in the show is something that I've experienced and so sometimes sometimes I think even that is not represented well on television yeah so so I think I think either way you go um it's it's something that you know would need to be you know shown
0: but but regardless Rebecca like we need more women in entertainment sure yeah we need healthy representation where women are supporting each other great I think that um, Supergirl, um, came into our collective um, oh my gosh, at a good time, where <laughs> yeah. we are, um, I don't know where I pulled that word from, I'm very proud of myself. That's a, that's a but, great but, word. But like, I, uh, I referenced Grey's Anatomy, I'll go back to it. Uh, we, My wife and I have been rewatching it from the beginning. We're on season 15, we started a couple months ago. That's so many seasons. I was in high school when oh, we wow. started watching this. It was 2004. Yeah. But um, Sh- Sh- Shondaland always does a good job um, of making these complex characters like they're not perfect but they are themselves they're not trying they're not catty they're not necessarily always fighting for each other like no, not uh, fighting for the-, the screen they deserve to have- share the stage anytime a woman in the world moves up we all move up right we need to be celebrating each other and supporting each other in that way so yeah I think that I'm so mad they had them so angry and bitter at each other um, Kara and Lena. Um, I'm just so happy to see them um, in a place where they can work together and move forward. Like, yeah, um, I
1: th- yeah, I think they're in a in a good spot at this point, which is which is kind of nice. Even though I, I always kind of secretly wanted Lena to go evil, but
0: I got that in the one <laughs> episode. <laughs> oh, but I could watch that Metallo Lena for like that, hours and hours. She was I, beautiful, I, gorgeous, fierce, evil as anything. So um, I, I guess it. I, I guess I got what I
1: wanted, and that's that's all I need. So I, I'll, I'll be satisfied with that. Very good.
0: And da, 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 da. okay. Um sorry, lost my yeah. spot. Let's go. So yeah. at Lido, Large, um, it was surprisingly good. I love that this is the theme. Uh was a little scared <laughs> for a second. The CG monster was trash. Get it. <laughs> All jokes aside, it was nice to see Kara again. Still feels like too many side characters in the inevitability. <laughs> Kara will be sidelined, but overall, not bad. I will give bonus points for the take the grass, making a cameo. <laughs> and both Iris and Cal got a shout out, though it was sure. super awkward after seeing the Superman and Lois version of the Sorceress of Solitude and now this one. Oh, that's a whole nother thing. Why are you giving that guy the budget and we didn't get it? We have been here so long. Come on.
1: I yeah. actually, I think the Supergirl Fortress is oh. actually better. Good, good. I mean that's uh, the right answer, but I mean there there are some aspects of the Superman and Lois Fortress that I like, but the Superman and Lois Fortress has the big, you know, Jarrell, Laura statues and all this. I, I think it's more comic booky a little bit, but that's just my personal opinion.
0: I mean, this is why uh, this is why we have the multiverse, everyone. We yeah. can have all the stories we like. Isn't that what Flippin' DC did all last summer? Everything is canon. Go find your, ser- uh, your series and your storyline and enjoy. But yes. I can be over here enjoying mine. So. Yes. Um, let's see. Like what you like. Um, at women, I am RL. Literally fell asleep in the middle of the episode. It went from superhero show to anti-pollution infomercial soap opera. All right. Fair but it, you've been watching the show before now. Like this is nothing new.
1: <laughs> it, but, is a, it is. a fair critique. But I, I hope that um, this uh, user finished the episode because it ended well. I think it, I it had a good. It had a good ending.
0: I agree. But they had to have the monster of the week. Like it was definitely the last storyline of the show. It was all about Kara coming back and being with her people. Yeah. All right. At. Josue Sue a. Rios 1994 good episode glad the earth trash problem was solved by throwing a ton of trash into the sun yeah i didn't like that either. <laughs> everyone had something to do in car getting lots of screen time every episode should be like that hopefully the panic attacks continue for believability i mean i don't wish more panic attacks on car i hope she has a healthy processing of this and then sure. get to see it exemplified because people deal with trauma i think this is a great opportunity um, and I know that she and her husband in real life are advocates for mental health awareness, and David Harewood as well. With his, um, yeah, I think he has a new book coming out. I saw, um, but I think that it has a great opportunity. Now I'm not in the psychotherapy realm of things, but I'm a, a, a participant in that sphere. So I hope that I hope they do a good job. Is that all that I say every week? Yes. <laughs> all right. At Fractalin. I can't. I'm sorry. I,
1: I think we normally say it at fractal inverter. I think
0: Ooh. that's how we can. Yeah. Thank you. Fractal. That's that's a nerdy thing. All right. <laughs> Parts were good. I like that they tried to get some kind of connection between Car and our father before he left. But when they put Car on the ground for the umpteenth time, as soon as there's a battle, I just want to run over and hit showrunners with a foam back. <laughs> I mean, at least they said a foam bat, not a real bat.
1: Yeah, I would um, not. I would not advise any, you know, physical violence. But I, I understand the frustration.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I think it was realistic. Um, not only was it probably the stunt duddle in the in the Power Ranger suit, but um, she was she got sucked out of the Phantom Zone. The girl was tired. She needed her super suit to protect her. That's right uh sl fricky um andrea's upset the magazine magazine isn't known for hard-hitting journalism well whose fault is that <laughs> who bought the magazine and then decided should go in a more ad-friendly direction who i ask Doesn't well, she loved that that's like when your bosses changed their whole mission statement halfway through anyway <laughs> at ijules 18 cars is definitely missed probably the only season sec- season six episode i've enjoyed other than the Midvale episodes Glad they ended Cara and William. Curious to know more where Lena is going. Ireland. That's my theory. She's going to find her mama. She's going to do all the Irish things. I'm I'm going for it. They sent her a green screen. All right. Andrea's trying to unravel the super friends and Cara's talking about her PTSD. Also, Brainy is Brainy. He's fun. I do love Brainy. He is fun. Oh, I wish. uh, I hope we get more Jesse as Brainy or something like that to enjoy in the future. Maybe he'll do a little YouTube series. Who knows? Jesse? if you're listening, I would watch that. I mean, At- I think we'd all be into that. <laughs> <laughs> At Derp Swan. Interesting. All right. I was so happy to see Carr and Alex both finally get to acknowledge some of their trauma. Oh, no, you moved me. Where'd it go? Oh, oh, did I did I move it? I'm you sorry. You moved me. It's okay. I am so sorry. Okay. <laughs> Some of their trauma and PTSD. However, that continues. The reunion scene was so moving, especially between Cara and Nina. Yes, I agree. I also really enjoyed Nina being part of the Super Friends and her friendship with Mia. I also love that Nina was like casually in that, just like, nope, she's in the fortress. Nbd, I'm here all the time. I know everything <laughs> that's going on. I mean, girl masters anything she gets into. So yeah, the Master fortress is,
1: is uh, fortress is uh, not a big thing anymore. All right. We have two more
0: tweets here. Um, Finally, a nice, uh, this is at Patty Mello. I know this one. All right. Finally, a nice episode of Supergirl this season. It's great to have Kara back. She made me feel all the feelings. I wanted to hug her too. Didn't Lex take all of Lena's money. So, So how exactly is she going to travel? I'm glad William has a girlfriend. We have been blessed. Yes. I think Lena probably doesn't have any more incoming money, but girl is set. Like, let's be real.
1: Uh, she, yeah, she might have a trust fund or something in there that she can tap into. That's a good that's a good question, mm-hmm.
0: though. Or maybe, maybe um, Sentinel's little hand thing can turn into an ATM and girl's set, you know. Oh, there you go. See? You can get around it. Problem solved, plot hole. Okay. <laughs> At Danvers' couch, love the Danvers sisters' couch Seeing Melissa and Kyler can always make my cushions cry when they have their heart to hearts. Loved Alex being the boss; she is meant to be. Yes, and I think Lena will learn magic when she is away, seeing as the amulet is magic. Yes, yes, yes. I love this.
1: Oh, Le- Lena doing some magic—that's interesting. Uh, I guess that would tie into the Nixley stuff. Maybe she's—maybe she's got like—maybe she's half imp.
0: maybe maybe katie went home and put on her morgana outfit and was like guys i have an idea let's go let's do this all right great let's go
1: (laughs) i'm into it uh well we also have some emails Uh, the first one is from anna who asks quote is it normal to bring parents significant others and random relatives to work with you as an adult unquote uh how would you answer that quinn uh
0: what do you say to that Oh, I'm a physical therapist, so when my dad comes to visit from out of town, he walks right in, sits down, and I throw some heat on his neck. So, I mean, that's my life. What about you? Um, I, 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 I might bring people
1: just to like see my office and you know, kind of uh, mm-hmm. see what where I work, but I probably wouldn't have them hanging around. Uh, like Uncle Archie did. Uh, so I guess it, it does Andrea depend on- had to have been irked
0: by that. Had to have.
1: <laughs> I guess that depends on your, your career path and what you do in your, your workplace. Uh, so uh, that's a good question, Anna. Uh, thank you for asking it. Uh, Gina also sent in an email to say, quote, first off, congrats to Morgan and uh, Mike getting hitched. Uh, based on the pictures I saw on social media, it looked to be a beautiful and fun wedding. Uh, it was. Uh, uh, Gina also goes on to say the midseason premiere felt like forever, and yet it felt like it came suddenly. I guess that's the way time has felt for me this last year and a half. Did I love this episode? I felt it was the best episode of the season so far, maybe second best to the first prom episode. There were a lot of traces of what I loved about the show that were sprinkled throughout the episode. I still can't believe they made a good episode where the villain of the week was garbage. It's uh, a great point, Gina. Uh, Gina also says, quote, I felt like it had been a long time since we saw Melissa's car at Danvers. It was nice to see her behind those glasses again. Uh, nice to see her at her job, even though she still managed to leave in the middle of the day. That's true. Just nice to see Catco again, really. But this episode was influential." infinitely better because better than so many episodes recently only because Melissa Benoist got screen time and not only that uh, we got to see Kara's mental struggles of being in the Phantom Zone. I'll take watching these characters talk and act through their feelings over watching them fight a big garbage monster any day. Thankfully, the garbage monster wasn't on screen as long as I feared it would be. And uh, Gina goes on to say, "I love Jason Bear as much as the next late '90s WB teen <laughs> drama fan, but I am not a fan of both Car's uh, parents being alive. It takes away from part of what makes Supergirl so super. Yes, I do want Car to have a happy ending, but part of that happy ending for me is seeing her." struggle through the loss each day and still finding that hope that's where the inspiration lies in my opinion so it was good that zorel had his moment but then went to join alura on argo city via jean's spaceship car question mark uh, I guess that's how they did that. Uh, Gina also says it's been great to watch Lena and Nia interact this season, and they truly had nice moments in the episode. The parallels of their issues with their mothers is an interesting take to bring those two characters together, and I look forward to seeing where it takes the two of them, especially since Lena is going back home to Ireland. Uh, question mark uh, unquote. So yeah, uh, uh, Gina, I think uh, we're we're I think we're hoping for Ireland. We'll see what uh, plays out. Uh Daryl also wrote in to say, quote, I don't understand their concern that Brainy would eat Kara's cake. He hasn't exhibited any behavior or eating habits that would make that a real concern. Unquote. I'll stop here. Um I think they were uh throwing back to all the times, especially during the flashback. Well, oh, sort of flashback time travel episodes where he was just eating all the time he was eating stress, his feelings, eating, stress eating uh so he was eating a lot so i guess that's what they were playing on uh, daryl also says quote i think alex's explanation about kelly's absence will factor into her new story next into her story next week since apparently since apparently kelly has a new job One where we don't have to wonder what she does like we did with her job at Obsidian. And uh, Daryl also says, uh, doesn't anyone else think Clark might want to have met his uncle? These shows are supposed to be on the same earth post-crisis, but they can't be bothered with the most basic continuity. I don't understand the uh, Uncle Archie cover because it's not like Kara's going around telling people her parents died. She She can just lie like she does about everything else. Why is Car specific uh specifying it's her uncle Archie calling it uh, calling when calling him that when no one is around her desk Car brings her father to work to show her, him her life there but she doesn't do that at all and it's Nia she who who He actually connects with there at at CatCo, unquote. So, uh, Daryl, I think those are all really good points. Uh, I think it would have made more sense for Uncle Archie to connect with Kara on the balcony instead of Nia. Uh, But uh, I I guess they had to have Kara in there with Andrea. And, um, yeah, I think Clark probably would want to meet his uncle. Uh, How do they
0: play it off on Superman and Lois as far as what Earth it is? Like, do they reference Crisis at all?
1: It's confusing, uh, because (laughs) there's no mention of Kara whatsoever. They don't mention any of the other, uh, Justice League, they don't mention anything that would tie into any show, so it's hard to really understand what is happening there. I mean, Uh, that checks out that track, so I they're just Superman and Lois is off doing its own thing on its own little world, I guess, uh, in their own uh, in their own minds. So uh, if you want some, uh, although they don't mention Supergirl, but there are a lot of Supergirl references, like X Kryptonite and Stanhope. and uh, there was we something. We know your feels, yes, uh, yeah. So there's uh, there's a lot, and Leslie Lar, Leslie Lar is on there, <laughs> but they're not going to mention Supergirl. What's that about? Uh, oh. So. So I do have my little uh, bits of beef there about Supergirl. But uh, Superman Lois, you know, it's doing its thing.
0: One day when you reboot it, I know you'll get it right. I know you will. You you know,
1: I'm going to try for it. Uh, Okay, well, uh, Quinn, we are at the point where I think we need to make some snaps. So we've got some snap judgments sent in to us by some listeners. Uh, So let's uh, get into making some snaps. In the game of snap judgments, each person is presented with two options, but must only choose one. First instincts are recommended and explanations are unnecessary. Okay, our first one is from at SL who asks, a more pointless romance buildup, Cara and James or Cara and William? This is going to be a tough one, Quid. So what would you pick? Oh, no, uh,
0: I recently rewatched season one. I liked James so much more in season one. So I'll pick James.
1: Uh, yeah, so we're going pointless buildup. Uh, I think Kara and James was trying to get somewhere, but it got changed at the last minute. Uh, so I'm going to say Kara and William because it didn't seem that at least Kara and James like had a purpose, like it was trying to do something. Uh, so Kara and William, I think is what I'm going to pick there for most uh, pointless uh, build up. Uh, so we've got a couple of snaps from Gina who asks, uh,
0: who do you prefer? Kellex or Oscar? Hmm. I got to go Oscar. He had, he had the Wonder Woman 1984 shoulder pads rocking. <laughs> uh, and he turned into a garbage
1: monster, which is a, a big plus <laughs> in his, his, his. Yeah, When you come out of the
0: suspended belief that this is a comic book show. Wow. They made the villain actual garbage.
1: actual actual garbage. Um I think I always preferred Kellex. Uh, so I think I'm going to go Kel even even when he turned into uh, when they turned him into Oscar, I still wanted to call him Kellex cuz I just I love Kellex so much. So I'm going to go Kellex on that one. All right. So, which was your favorite interaction, Lena and Brainy or Lena and Nia in this episode?
0: I really love Lena and Brainy. Like it's just like they're so nerdy in the best way and they call each other on their crap. It's so great.
1: <laughs> I also like Lena and Bernie, but I guess for this episode, I'm liking what they're doing with, with Lena and Nia and how they're tying the, their stories with their mothers together. So I guess I'm going to say Lena and Nia on this one. All right. So last one from Gina. Uh, this is a complicated one for me to, to imagine. Uh, so the first option is a cake made of donuts. Or a cake made with donuts on them. So oh, if you God. can wrap if you can wrap your brain around those those the the I mean,
0: so much fried dough, so much icing. I'm gonna go with the cake made of donuts. Have you ever seen those like pull away cupcake cakes? Those are so cool. That's oh no, huh. there's a whole thing on it. Pull away cupcake cupcake cakes, and they ice the whole thing. Anyway, yeah, first one. That's my answer.
1: I think a cake made of donuts. Cause in my, in my imagination, I'm sort of picturing like donut holes, but like smushed together. <laughs> so I think, I think I would be into that more than just having like a regular cake with a donut on top. That seems like too much. Plural so, donuts on
0: top. You sure? Maybe there are <laughs> mini donuts on top.
1: Oh, maybe, maybe it's like a cake with like donut holes on top somehow, like oh, in a man. decorative stance. I am uh, hungry now. Now I want cake, uh, yeah. so I'm going to go a cake made of donuts on that one. All right, so we're going to end our snap judgments like we usually uh, try to do uh, from uh, Anna. So Anna is back with some some snap judgments for us. Okay, so the first one is what seems more likely: Cara and Lena ending up together at the end, or Cara ending up with William after he marries his girlfriend Mary. What would you say, Coin?
0: why are we perseverating the cheating (laughs) storyline? I mean, you just lob this one up there because it's always Cara and Lena for me. I'm just going to say it. Cara and Lena, thank you very much.
1: That's fair. I guess I'm going to have to say Cara and Lena on this one just because what seems more likely, I don't think that Cara is going to end up with William after he marries his girlfriend, Mary. So that doesn't seem likely to me. So I guess I'm going to have to pick Cara and Lena uh, ending up together at the end on that one. Uh, okay, so last snap judgment from everyone. Uh, so this is from uh, Anna, and she's she's going to bring it home. Okay, so it, this is the snap. Uh, what is most likely to happen to Lena when she goes home? Uh, will she find magic and become a witch with her po- with powers, or will she go into the water to feel connected to her mother and almost drown herself? In an accident, uh, so this is a very uh, Anna-like snap judgment. Uh, so,
0: <laughs> so Anna,
1: Anna, Anna's Anna's really digging uh, digging into the the tragedy of this. So, what do you think is most likely to happen to Lena?
0: I just want to make sure, Anna, are you okay? I want to know. Are you good? We we always have <laughs> to check on Anna. And she's okay. <laughs> yes, Andy. Damn, this is dark. I agree. Um, I think that I'm gonna go in with the the fairy tales and the lore that she's going to go find some wonderful connection with her mother. uh, magically. I, I really, that face frame on that darn water monster, that is Nixley. I'm going with it. (laughs) Um, I mean, that's another Grey's Anatomy reference going in the water and just being like, Oh, this is great. Nope. This is terrible. Got it. Um, Nope. I'm going with magic. Bring on the witch.
1: (sighs) What's most likely to happen. Um, I don't know that I see Lena going into the water to feel connected with her mother. The Kelpie thing. I think if I was Lena, that would kind of freak me out from wanting to get into the water. (laughs) So I don't know that I see Lena doing that. So I'm going to go. She's going to find magic and become a witch with powers. I, I hope that happens. So I think that's going to be the most likely scenario We'll see if this involves Nixley or not. Uh, but either way, let's hope uh, we get uh, some you know, Morgana 2.0 here yes. uh, with uh, Lena and Katie here for the rest of the season. All right, so that's going to wrap up our Snap Judgments. So we'll play a little outro and we'll come back and wrap up the live stream. No judgments on your Snap Judgments. All right. Well, I think that's gonna do it for this episode of Supergirl Radio with the season six episode titled Welcome Back Cara. And uh thank you so much, Quinn, for spending some time with me. I know I kept you a little longer than I told you I was going to. Oh god, uh, I was asleep. Uh, <laughs> but I really appreciate you coming on here and being willing to talk to me about this episode and uh Filling in as a great uh, co-host of Supergirl Radio when uh, Morgan is out. Uh, so, where uh, can listeners and viewers uh, keep up with you and uh, keep up in touch with you if they uh, would like to?
0: Yes, and I encourage you all to uh, my um, my handle is at Quinn Skyler, Skyler spelled like the Skyler sisters of Hamilton fame, um, and I'm on Instagram at uh, at Super nineteen um i have a little yellow icon a little bitmoji thing i love chatting hit me up um if i can do a little shout out um i live at the delaware beaches if you're ever in bethany beach my local comic shop is comics and gaming um they're right on the main drag in bethany beach and there's another wonderful podcast that i love called bitches on comics if you're looking for another way to expand your palette with um female empowerment and queer empowerment um, comic loving. So thank you so much for having me and thank you to any and all of my friends um, who tuned in to cheer me on today. I really appreciate you all. Well, uh,
1: thank you for uh, being with us and for supporting your local comic book shop. That's always a very important thing. So if you, if you can, uh, definitely support your local comic book shop and uh, what they're doing uh, because uh, they're keeping you know they're keeping things going with comic books and I really uh, thank them for that. All right, so I guess we need uh, to get into some plugs at this point. Uh, so we're going to tell you all about DCTV podcasts and uh, Supergirl Radio and how you can keep in touch with us. If you would like to contact Supergirl Radio, you can post a comment on our website at SupergirlRadio.com. You can email us at supergirlradio at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can. Call us at 678-718-7252. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram, all at Supergirl Radio. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Podchaser, and Spotify, where we also have a Spotify playlist that includes music featured on And wired. DC TV Podcast also has a T public store. So if you're in need of new DC TV related t-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, onesies, mugs, notebooks, pillows, or stickers, go to supergirlradio.com and click on the T Public Store link at the top of the page.
0: Supergirl Radio is part of the DCTV Podcast Network. So if you also like the Flash Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning. Titans, Doom Patrol, Batwoman, Stargirl, Superman and Lois, and the upcoming Green Lantern, Justice League Dark, and Strange Adventure Shows, and DCTV After Dark. You can subscribe to the DCTV Podcasts Mega Feed on Apple Podcasts. Follow at DCTV Podcasts on Twitter and like DC TV podcasts on Facebook, or else. This has been a message from Hope inhabiting the flash vessel, also known as New Rachel.
1: Don't make Hope mad. She she said, <laughs> or else. Uh, so we're 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 not gonna uh, cross her path. Uh, but speaking of DC TV podcasts and the T public store, uh, we do have since uh this episode of a super girl, welcome back car, I had a lot of Kryptonians. Uh, we have some Kryptonian uh, designs in the DC TV podcast T public store. There's one that I think is supposed to be Kellex. I'm assuming it's Kellex, it's not identified as such in the store, but uh I think it is. So we're gonna go with that. So if you want to uh, get some uh, new merch uh, for, uh, you know, showing off your nerdy love of Supergirl. Uh, the DC TV podcast, Tea Public Store, is a good way to do that. Uh, I've bought many a thing from the T Public Store uh, myself, <laughs> so I encourage it. Uh, also, we need to thank our Legion of Super Sponsors. That would be Michael, Sam, and marie Grout, Yvonne, Quinn, Jessica, Nicola, Leslie, Susan, uh, Abby, Ermgard, Miriam, Shree, Donna, Nicole, Lizeth, Deb, and Oh, gosh, I've got to get back into the doc for my pronunciation. I think it's Ziwe Hong Xiao. So let me know if I'm mispronouncing that, and I will correct it, uh, but that's my best effort as of now, so if you would like to support Supergirl Radio and the Patreon uh, that we have, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash supergirlradio. We have a couple of different monthly levels, and uh, with the Patreon, you'll get some exclusive behind-the-scenes stuff uh, that Morgan and I uh, usually put out there, Uh, so you get a little extra Supergirl Radio in addition to the the free episode that you'll get every week, so uh, thank you uh, to everybody who does support the Patreon. We really appreciate it. Uh, We also have a flat Supergirl photography contest that we are still doing uh, until uh, the show, whenever the show ends. Uh, So uh, to do that, to participate, uh, go to supergirlradio.com and you can download and print the flat Supergirl image that is there. Uh, basically just uh, download it, print it out, cut out flat Supergirl, a sticker on a Popsicle stick or a pen or a pencil, uh, any any way to get her uh, to be on there. And then uh, take a creative picture of Supergirl. Take her to to whatever event you're going to, to take do things around the house if you want to, some mundane chores, have uh, flat Supergirl do uh, your chores with you. Uh, whatever it is, please uh, post that image to uh to social media and uh tag us at supergirl radio and use the hashtag hashtag supergirl adventures that's how we can locate it and find it later when we want uh when we want to gather all the pictures together uh and we're going to be doing this until the supergirl series finale so you've got some time to plan out your photo shoot with flat supergirl if you want to take her out and uh snap some pictures so uh, that's been a lot of fun. People have been uh, having a good time with Flat Supergirl. So, thank you all for participating. And uh, you've still got some time if you would like to do that. Uh, if you want to keep up with me, you can find me on Instagram at The Derby Kid. I post the occasional picture. Uh, I actually got to post a couple of pictures from Morgan's wedding that I took. Uh, I, I got a little bit of a, a po- you know, Amy Amy from uh, Legends of Tomorrow uh, uh, posed a little bit and I, I tried to take her picture. Uh, so, uh, there were a couple a of couple good shots that. I came away with from uh, Morgan's wedding. So you can go check those out if you would like to do that. If you want to follow me and keep up with me on YouTube, I do have a personal YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Uh On Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern, I'm going through... Uh, Rotten Tomatoes Top Critics Reviews of Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Uh, I'll be doing that for a long time, so if you would like to uh, (laughs) read those reviews with me, I'm doing 38 of those. Uh, So come and hang out. We'll talk about uh, Batman v Superman if you are into that. Uh, I'm also going to be next week going to Dragon Con, so that's why we're not going to have a Supergirl radio on Thursday. We're going to be having a live stream on Wednesday instead uh, because I'll be going to Atlanta on Thursday, uh, and I'm going to be doing Doing uh, uh two panels. Uh the first one is gonna be a uh, Superman Battle Royale of Media Superman. I'm actually doing this with our good friend Michael Bailey, he's a friend of the podcast. And uh so this should be a lot of fun. I've been told they're gonna have categories that we are gonna have to uh, make picks on, like best hair and best suit. Uh so that's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm sure there'll be lots of hot takes. It might get spicy. Uh, at that panel, but uh, it should be a lot of fun uh, and getting to do that with Michael. I'm very excited. Uh, I'm also going to be on a panel about the Supergirl, about the CW Supergirl, uh, called Supergirl Final Flight. Uh, this has been changed to Monday, September 6th at 10 a.m. Uh, and I did I didn't mention if you're going to DragonCon, you can go to the Superman one Saturday, September 4th at 8 30 p.m. The Supergirl one is on Monday at September 6th at 10 a.m. So if you want to uh find me at Dragon Con, I'm gonna be doing those panels and I'll probably record them as well and put them in the Supergirl radio feed if you can't come to DragonCon. Uh I'll still make it available to you so you can hear all the hot takes, all the all the uh the uh the crazy shenanigans that will go on with that. All right. Well, uh when I think we need to uh Quinn. I said I, mean, I, said, cool too. I, said, I said when like the supergirl character because I say <laughs> when a lot. Quinn, I think we need to uh wrap up this live stream and get out of here. Uh but uh I think that's gonna do it for this episode of Supergirl Radio. But until next time, I'm still Rebecca Johnson. And uh I guess so. Uh, we could just say, you know, welcome back, Cara. It's been nice to see you. So we're glad uh, that Cara is back with us. So Uh, Thanks for uh, hanging out with us on this episode of Supergirl Radio. I think the CW are just trying to win the time slot war with Supergirl Radio. Supergirl Radio is going live every night of the week. How <laughs> you like it is being, becoming a human burrito a plus or a minus? I don't know. It does seem snug. <laughs> I mean,
0: they say you are what you eat. Oh, <laughs> oh no.
1: <laughs> so I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena yeah. Luther,
0: Boardroom or Ballroom. <laughs> really?
1: She looks like a boss in this coat.